historic is this proudly in partnership with the Australian Literacy and Numeracy Foundation, committed to bringing literacy to all. To learn more or to find ways to support, please visit alnf.org. acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, water and culture. We pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Welcome to Episode 8 of Season 2 of Story Kids, where we talk to young people about their original stories and bring them to life with amazing actors, music and sound. I'm Amelia, and this episode features a story from Anita, Anita can speak English and Russian and loves bright colours and animals. She's also vision impaired and so wrote her story on a special Braille computer. Anita has written a wonderful tale about a magical cat called Crystal who has special adventures with her owner, Lucy. And we have the perfect narrator for this story, the effervescent Miff Warhurst. The Adventure of Lucy and Crystal Her fur is a shade of neon pink, her eyes sparkle oh so beautifully, and her name is Crystal. She is a special cat, but Crystal doesn't have an owner. In another little village lives a girl named Lucy. Lucy will be eight years old very soon. She is excited for that event. Lucy is a beautiful girl with long brunette hair. Lucy was given Crystal as a gift for her special day and to her surprise, she was blessed with the cat of her dreams. Lucy and Crystal were inseparable. One beautiful Saturday morning, Lucy and Crystal were out on a walk, just enjoying their surroundings. Hey Crystal, look at those gorgeous purple orchids over there, Lucy exclaimed. Oh wow, Crystal said in amazement. The field was blooming with flowers of all sort. Time to go back home, calls Lucy. Okay, replies Crystal. Lucy was in for a terrible surprise, for when she arrived back home, Crystal wasn't behind her. Ah, screamed Lucy, where is she? Mum, Dad, Crystal has gone missing, Lucy hurriedly explained. Lucy's father worked as a detective, so he knew what to ask. Where was she when you saw her last? questioned her dad. She was right behind me, sobbed Lucy. Okay, what was she wearing? inquired her father. She had on a lovely rose petal dress with a big golden tiara on her head. Okay, okay, said her dad. Lucy wept even harder. Lucy, honey, let's hang up some posters, suggested her mother. Okay, mummy, Lucy said. Lucy got out all her textures, pencils, glue stick and some scissors and she began to create posters. After 30 minutes, Lucy called, I'm done! We'll hang them all around our area. Does that sound good, suggested mum? Yes, said Lucy quickly. Very soon... All the posters are hung. 
When will I get Crystal back? Lucy wondered. That very night, Lucy went to bed, feeling as lonely as ever. I miss Crystal so, 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 so much, she whispers to herself. But just one day later... Mum, Dad, look, look, Crystal's back. And look, she's not alone. Crystal is a mummy. She has three babies. Lucy is literally jumping for joy. Crystal, you're back. Lucy is shedding tears of utter joy. She is so proud of Crystal. Oh, look how cute they are. Lucy is delighted. Now I have three new kittens to look after, Lucy adds. Anita joined me on Zoom for a wonderful conversation about her favourite authors and her unique writing process. Hi, I'm Anita and I'm 12 years old. Tell me where you got your idea for this story. Well, I love animals, especially cats, and that's where I got the idea of Crystal. And I love the colour neon pink, so I decided to, like, cats aren't fantasy, but I love fantasy creatures and who's ever heard of a neon pink cat I decided to make the cat neon pink that is so true I love that and you also the cat can talk can't she yes she can talk how did you make that decision that she'd be able to talk well so that she can communicate with Lucy and she also dresses sometimes in tiaras and dresses and what have you yes yes (laughs) why did you make that decision well because she's like a special cat like special normally you don't see it's not an everyday thing that you see a neon pink cat that talks so I decided and I like the color rose like rose pink or rose red color uh, so I decided to give her a dress and because she's like the queen so you have so she has to have a tiara if she's a little queen yes. <laughs> well she it's not an everyday thing you see of course so Tell me about the books you like to read because we've been touching on this fantasy idea. Do you read a lot of fantasy novels? Well, yes, and I there's there's four different authors I like. I like them for basically the same reason, like how interesting they write, but I really enjoy Roald Dahl, David Williams, Jacqueline Wilson, and we're just finishing an author by the name of Lemony Snicket. That's his pen name. We're just finishing the series of unfortunate events and he uses really good language. That's really good for my vocab. That's wonderful. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the way that you read? Because it might be different to the way some other kids read. Well, yeah, I read this special tactile system called Braille and it's good for me because if I'm ever tired, my eyes are tired, I can just close my eyes and keep reading on the page. I have to use my fingers and I read and it's, This combination of bumps, and it's called Braille, I can see when I'm close to something. Right. And I need, if I do read with print, I need it enlarged quite big. And so you can see those lovely colours that you've talked about, the neon pink and the rose and all those kinds of things. Yeah. But that your eyes can get tired and so you need the Braille. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. Instead of straining my eyes. And so then tell me about your process of writing because you wrote it on a special computer. Yes, I have a special computer called a Polaris. I can, in some ways, I can compare it like a typewriter. It's got 
a few dots. It's got dots that on the bottom, which I can slide around for the cursor, find where I want to put my cursor instead of deleting a lot. It's got the six dots, which I type different combinations. It's got the enter, the backspace, and the space. And I just type different combinations for my letters. And to make it easier, there's shortcuts. So ST, the diagraph ST goes together as one one sign. This shortcut SH as one sign. Did you find learning Braille a difficult process? Well, to start with, yes. I, I didn't want to learn it because I thought I know how to touch type and I used to touch type on a computer with large print. And I didn't want to stop that because I... I, I felt comfortable with it, but now I like I've learned Braille and I'm feel I feel quite comfortable with it. So, can you tell me about your process? We talked a little bit about your actual physical process of writing on your Braille computer, mm-hmm. but did you brainstorm? Did you do a draft? What happened? Well, yes, of course. With school, I just did the first paragraph at school, and then I wanted to continue because I liked the way it sounded. But of course, at school, we all we don't have any choice. We have to plan. So I did a plan. Of course, I wrote characters and then Lucy's parents, Lucy and Crystal, then the setting and what the settings were. Does that help you, do you think, once you've got a plan? Yeah, of course it does because you know you can grab inspiration from that. And how do you feel when you are writing? Well, I feel, like I said, I feel like I'm in my happy place. I enjoy writing at school, I have an iPad that I use Siri on, but at home I use Google. I've got a Google Assistant that I use for synonyms. So instead of always saying big all the time, I say, give me a synonym for big. And then she gives me a couple of options and I find which one's best for for that. And instead of saying said a lot, like I used in the story, announced, sobbed, instead of always using said. I just love the way Anita has created such a unique animal. Crystal's colour and clothing really take the story into that fantasy genre. Can you think of an ordinary object that you could make fantastical by changing its appearance? Join us next week for a rollicking yarn about a grumpy grandpa from young author Menzies, artfully voiced by Thomas Campbell. Make sure you subscribe so you get all of our episodes as soon as they're released. Story Kids was written and created by me, Amelia Christo, and Verity Hunt-Ballard in partnership with the Australian Literacy and Numeracy Foundation. It's produced by Russell Goldsmith. Many thanks to the wondrous Miff Warhurst, to our multi-talented author Anita, and to Ali Bruce at BAM Arts Inc. Until next week, thanks for listening. And remember, there are so many ways to be a Story Kid. Story Kid.